1: As if we needed a reminder about the new stay-at-home order. The emergency alert system went off on your phones and TVs at 10 this morning. Yesterday, the government announced that local and provincial police and bylaw officers are now empowered to enforce that order, which has everyone wondering what that means. Can they randomly stop people and ask what they're doing out? Can they break up crowds or... More than five people, either outdoors or indoors. I don't think five people are allowed indoors, so I take that back. And can they issue fines? Are you confused? Do you have thoughts on this? 416-360-0740. Toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And right now, let's go to Joe Kuto, the Director of Government Relations and Communications for the Ontario Association of Chiefs of Police. Hello there, Joe. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me on. Okay, so um, I laid out some of the questions. So uh, we have police and bylaw officers that, according to the Solicitor General, are empowered. So how are they going to enforce this? Can they walk up to people on the street and say, what are you doing out?
2: Uh, well, the short answer to that is no. Uh, and I, you know, I, I think it has to be said that these are very complex, uh, things, complex changes. And, uh, yesterday in our office, we had a lot of calls, not only from media, but just concerned citizens asking, like, how, how should I conduct my, my life, uh, to ensure that you, they comply with, with the law, but also to help ensure that COVID numbers come down. Uh, to your question, though, the the main questions we had are the ones you just asked. Uh, should they be worried about walking down the streets, driving their cars, uh, that uh, that police officers are going to knock on the doors and come into private residences? And I can uh, I can assure you that uh, none of those things are uh, are going to happen under the emergency orders.
1: Okay, so uh, what are they going to do? Um, th- the restriction has been to five people outside. Right. Uh, I can tell you that walking along, uh, certainly last weekend, I know of uh, one neighborhood where uh, large crowds of people actually being very aggressive, blocking a whole street, mm-hmm. not letting people out of their driveways. What about a situation like that?
2: Uh, while we highly discourage uh, people from uh, doing any of that, what you just described, I mean, these are difficult times. We're all obviously, um, you know, under significant uh, mental strains because of, of, of of COVID. Um, in terms of what our police officers uh, are going to do or not going to do, I think what you're going to see is police officers are going to be much more proactive, more intentional, if I can call it that, in terms of particularly when it comes to things uh, like crowds. Uh, the rules are very clear. Uh, and as much as we uh, appreciate and protect the, the, the right of, of, of people, for instance, to have peaceful protests, um, uh, the emergency orders that have come down make it very clear that when you're outside, uh, there cannot be more uh, than five people gathering in one place. So we're going to be much more intentional about that. We're going to be proactive uh, when it comes to large gatherings. And, and it could be just, you know, friends in, in the park. Uh, friends, I'll give you an, an example. Uh, near where I live, uh, there's a park that is very popular with a certain group of, of uh, a young men who like to play soccer, uh, and they play it even in the winter. Um, well, they have at least 20 people that come out to these games. Well, that won't be allowed. And, uh, we're going to be much pro, much more proactive because we know that we will be getting calls because people are going to be much more, um, uh, aware of the rules and we know we're going to be getting calls uh for a situation like that our officers will come and um we're going to be much more intentional in terms of fines uh for people like that um and so what we're hoping is that people will understand this and and abide by the rules so we can get out of these uh, situations quicker Okay, so
1: so say somebody sees the crowd that I described, uh, they would have to they would call their local police division and the police would come and and ticket people. Yeah. I
2: mean, the reality is our resources are are definitely finite. So we are not going to be everywhere. And so we are going to uh, uh, really depend on uh, our citizens to uh, to let us know when they feel that uh, the you know really their health is being uh, threatened whether it's a public gathering whether it's in a workplace which uh, you know businesses now have very clear rules about masking for instance um, we are going to re- uh, rely on the public to let us know when we're needed and it's not just police and this is something um, you know people need to be aware of uh, bylaw officers in this province for instance have enhanced powers to do uh, enforcement so it's not not just police it will also be municipal bylaws uh, and that will vary in and according to municipality how that does and uh, that plays out
1: and let me ask you this um, if uh, these crowds gather on private property are <laughs> the people who own or run that private property are they liable in any way it-
2: if they're the organizers of such a, a gathering as you've uh, outlined, uh, yeah, they would be, um, they would definitely be the ones that uh, we would be targeting. I mean, we, we've had these situations, um, it, you know, previous to the emergency orders coming through where uh, people have been hosting, um, you know, what's kind of referred to as COVID parties where you have house parties um, and in par- different parts of the province. And these are very, very uh, serious infractions. And I can tell you that um, our police officers will take those situations very, very seriously, because we consider that not a threat to public safety only, but a threat to public health. And I think that's what Ontarians need to know, that this is a, a health crisis. It's not a public disorder crisis. We're just part of the, of the, the solution here of, this, uh, of trying to address the COVID spread. And that's what you've just described is a very, very serious situation, which our officers will take very seriously.
1: Okay, I am going to take uh, a call, maybe a question from Bill. Hi, Bill.
2: Yeah, and to the gentleman who
3: said uh, they're going to be proactive. Well, one man's proactive could be another man's harassment. And I phoned uh, three uh, police stations about this, and I got three different answers. And one of the officers said, well, if you're not being charged with anything, you don't have to show any ID or whatever apparently have to show no ID to a, a bylaw enforcement officer under any circumstances. And I think they're there to enforce laws, police, not rules.
1: Uh, um, the, well, I, I'm gonna let Joe answer because well, uh, the well, solicitor hang on a
3: second. it's it's all about discretion here.
1: And well not I, I
3: dealt with three officers and I saw what discretion means. It means you can get one officer that thinks one thing, another officer that thinks another thing. And uh, so if I get an idiot, that's what I get. If I get a good, sensible person, that's what I get. I I don't want to be subject to people that don't know what they're doing.
1: Well, yesterday, there's been clarification since yesterday. So I'm going to, Bill, uh, let Joe answer that. Joe, can you answer that? Sure, and I think
2: what Bill is expressing is is it's very normal. Uh, it's the kind of questions we've been getting that like people are just they just want to know uh, how a police officer will uh, will act in a situation that uh, uh, that Bill's is describing. Um, the one thing is that it's on us to uh, uh, ensure that our officers have clarity about what their duties are, and then, uh, of course, hold those officers accountable. They want to be uh, held accountable as well. In terms of what Bill uh, raised, in terms of identifying yourself, an officer will will ask you to identify yourself if there's a, uh, a compelling reason for you to do so. So if, if an officer, for instance, were to uh, attend at a private residence because there are complaints that there are crowds in that house, having a house party, for instance, um, the, the officer would want to know who is the owner of, of that property. They would ask for identification. Um, if they felt that the people uh, in, the, in, that, in that residence uh, also were, for instance, non-compliant about dispersing, uh, they would be compelled to uh, to ask for identification. And what Bill said about discretion is very important. Um, officers have that discretion. Every situation is different, and it's up to us, our police services, uh, to be held accountable for training our police officers to do the right thing by what the emergency orders or uh, uh, law says.
1: And is he correct that under no circumstance do you have to identify yourself to a bylaw officer?
2: It, bylaw officers are empowered with special powers during the emergency order. So, um, you know, my advice to uh, any citizen out there is that if a bylaw officer were to approach you to ask a question, that you simply um, you comply. Um, and, and that officer or that bylaw officer may be doing exactly what a police officer is doing, simply uh, trying to understand what the situation is. Um, if there's a criminal uh, element of some kind, let's say a bylaw officer were in a park and um, uh, let's say uh, somebody became violent, uh, police officers would be called because that would be a criminal situation. We wouldn't expect our, our bylaw officers would are they empowered uh, to enact, you know, a criminal against criminal uh, situations.
1: Uh, The other question is, I mean, you know, police resources are uh, Mm -hmm. limited at the best of times. So is this uh, really making it hard uh, to enforce the regular things that are out there all the time?
2: Well, I mean that's a that's a little bit subjective because it depends you you know where you are. I mean, I can tell you that uh, our police services uh, in in northern Ontario deal with uh, situations and types of crimes that are much different than, uh, for instance, in in the Greater Toronto Area, for instance. Uh, but your your point about the uh, police resources is they are finite, and so uh, it's it's not just the police who are charged with the enforcement of this. Um, the, the province has uh empowered bylaw officers and other types of officers to um uh, to to help assist with uh the enforcement uh, of the measures um we're we're really confident that you know we're still dealing with all the other types of crime uh that uh, normally we would be doing if we we're not in the pandemic um and and that's why it's really important for for people to understand the stay-at-home orders are for uh, for our safety not only health-wise but to also um you know, crack down on things like uh, um, break and enters. If you're in your home, you're much less likely to be a victim of a break and enter than if you're out of the home. It's dark, and people see that as a target. For instance, uh,
1: and finally, uh, how much are these fines?
2: The uh, the fines themselves uh, are are basically if you um, if you fail to to comply uh, with an order. Um, uh, the ticket is $750 um and if you fail to comply with an order from a police uh, officer or bylaw officer or any other uh, peace officer or you're in obstructing um those uh, those uh, law enforcement personnel uh you could face a fine of up to uh, $1000 uh, very serious uh, crimes uh, or, or very serious infractions, I should say, um, do even carry uh, up to uh, a year in, in prison for very serious uh, uh, infractions, um, which might be something like organizing, uh, you know, a social gathering that is obviously very, very serious in terms of a uh, potential spread of, of the COVID virus.
1: Okay. That's all the time we have. Thank you so much, Joe Kuto, with the Ontario Association of Chiefs of Police. Thanks for the clarification. Yeah, thank you so much. Okay. And that's all the time we have for today. Free for All Friday is coming up tomorrow. I know there are a lot of people who had questions from yesterday's show that we couldn't get to. So uh, feel free to call and talk about whatever you want to talk about then. And right now, it's all the time we have for today.